This is a 980 CKNW podcast. You are live with Get Connected. Mike Agarbo here in studio with John Beeler. we got a really cool program today, John. Uh, coming up, we have uh, the folks from Wiser Energy. These are the Schneider Electric guys here uh, uh, in Vancouver. They've come up with a device that you can have installed on your breaker box in your home. And then through your app on your smartphone or tablet, it'll show you how much energy and how much it costs for every single electrical device in your home. So you can charge your kids. Yeah, yeah, you damn kids. <laughs> your PlayStation's costing me 20 bucks a month in electricity. <laughs> uh, it's really cool. So uh, we're going to get the lowdown on that. We'll also be uh, talking about smartwatches and how uh, one athlete is using it for uh, training and recovery. So not, not just any athlete. No. This guy's a this guy's a, is a star tennis player. Yes. Vasek Pospisil. And he's going to be in studio. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So like an actual professional tennis player. Yes. And uh you know, if you're in the market for any type of uh health tracker or fitness tracker, be it an Apple Watch, a Fitbit, uh or in this particular case a Huawei smartwatch, you'll want to listen to the segment because you're going to get a lot of information out of it. Also, we've got our good friend Aaron Lawrence on the line uh, in a little bit to talk about cooking gadgets that uh, you could give us Christmas gift items. I mean, there's some really cool cooking tech that could uh, make even someone like me a good cook. Or me. Or you, yeah, or both of us. Uh, Let's uh, talk about life labs so uh, a lot of people in uh, bc and ontario use these labs to get their blood work done among many many other things well now the internet knows all about you yes which is horrifying that this particular cyber attack affected 15 million customers so what kind of information did they get names addresses emails health card numbers and lab test results and didn't they ransom them as well yeah they 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 can cons- life labs consulted with a number of cybersecurity experts who thought it was a good idea to pay them ransom to get that data back. Pres- so, so it was gone. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, I, I think they have a copy of it Yes. and they paid to get that copy back. But the nice thing about data is you can copy it again. So you can only assume that all of this data is still out in the wild. Why the hell would they pay to have it come back? I don't when know. They already have a copy. Right. Isn't that kind of crazy? Because if I was the bad guy, yeah, sure, here's the one copy that I have. Right. Said no bad guy ever. It's like the premise of every bad Hollywood movie. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what to do about this, John. Every week we've got some new hack where some some idiot corporation or government organization uh, has lost... Our personal information, our private information. That we just give them because we trust that they're actually going to do something secure with it. I, I, think, I think there has to be some type of uh, stronger regulation in place for security on people's information with high fines for people that lose it. Or Well, I actually thought that was already in place with your medical health records. And John, you're dead wrong. (laughs) No, well, there's this this expectation of security and privacy, especially when it comes to stuff like that, because of the government connections with all that stuff. Nothing is 100% secure, which is probably the big lesson here. But it's quite horrifying to find out that such a huge hack could happen in this day and age. uh, 
And there's really not a lot of recourse that the average person has. How am I, how, how am I going to protect myself against that? I got to get my blood done. Yeah. What? <laughs> I'm going to go in with a false name. <laughs> Mike Smith. Well, maybe that's one trick that they can use to, to anonymize or, or, your data. Or do they have to, for this type of information, do we start have to going to the big guys that have much more money to spend on protecting data, like an Apple or a Google? And I know those guys are getting into health record information. Yeah. Would it be safer then, do you think? I think I'd trust Apple now more than some of these places. True, but there's always going to be that... The, the corner shop lab that you're going to have to go to, right? Is Apple going to own all those as well? Yeah, they can make money. <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure they will. Uh, quick one here, John. Uh, Nikon is shuttering its authorized repair program. What does this mean for Nikon camera owners? What this means is uh, you can't go to uh, a third party to repair your camera gear. Okay, so you like have one to, of these camera stores or whatever. Right. Yeah. You actually have to send it back to Nikon. And from what I understand, that's only two places in the US. One in New York and one in LA. Sorry, none in Canada. Right. So if my camera, my Nikon camera is busted, I can't go locally. I can't even go into my own country. I don't think so. We'll have to check in on that more. Yeah, it's just one of those things that it's kind of makes sense because the technology is, it is what it is. And for Nikon to provide the stuff to third parties, but also is this a bigger issue with the fact that maybe Nikon's business is, is contracting as well? Okay, so we've got a lot to talk about on today's program. Before we get to uh, some of that, I just wanna give a shout out to our contest. Uh, it's going till December 31st. We're giving away an Epson EcoTank ET4670 printer. 4760. 4760. I'm sorry, 4760. I'll correct that. You can go to our website, uh, getconnectedmedia.com, and uh, it's right on the front page, or go to the newsletter tab. If you subscribe to our newsletter, you get entered into the contest. And the great thing about being part of our newsletter, our e-newsletter, you will also be entered into every other contest we have going on going forward. Yes. So you don't have to keep entering. No. It's like a dream. Plus, you'll get some uh, great tips and tricks and, and tech news on a regular basis. And recipes for Mike. Right. <laughs> yep. Bad recipes. Uh, and also we're giving away an Alcatel 3V smartphone. This is a great uh, smartphone. Beautiful screen on it. Uh, these are the same guys, TCL, that make all the wonderful TVs as well. And they've uh, put that technology into uh, a small little smartphone screen. Well, it's not small. It's 6.7 inches. It's, it's a really nice big screen. It yeah. is a beautiful, beautiful phone. Again, getconnectedmedia.com is our uh, our page. You can go there. They're right up on the front page. Uh, you'll need to sign up for our e-newsletter, but again, you'll be entered into all the contests going forward. Also, uh, at the end of this show, we'll uh, tell you more about it later on the program. We've got a viewing party. We have uh, got the uh, folks uh, that have written a, a great book uh, all about your digital legacy. It's the digital legacy planning book. And uh, we will... Uh, be having this watch party on YouTube. If you go to our website, get getconnectedmedia.com, you can get more information about it. When we come back from the break, cooking tech, some great gift ideas for the tech cooker in your life. Back after this. You are back with Get Connected. Mike and John here. The holidays are coming. Christmas, Hanukkah, many others that I can't remember right now. Uh, and holidays mean family. And a lot of times you have big family dinners and that can kind of be stressful because you want to cook a nice meal. Well, can technology help? 
Well, we think so. We've got uh, our cooking tech expert, Erin Lawrence, on the line from Calgary, Alberta. She's with TechGadgets.com. Really great website for checking out uh, all the latest in tech lifestyle uh, gear. Thanks for joining us, Erin. Thanks, you, Ty. You guys. Uh, let's talk about some of the tech uh, that people can use for cooking. Uh, one, one type of tech I've been uh, using is uh, sous vide over the past year. Uh, these are these sticks that you stick in water and then boil your food. Does that sound appetizing? No, not the way I described it, but maybe you can uh, take it a step further, uh, Aaron. Yes, you're talking about sous vide cooking, and it's kind of like boiling your food, but the results are a lot more pleasant. So sous vide cooking uses these devices. Um, There's a couple that we can talk about. One is called the Joule, J-O-U-L-E, Um, And the other one is called ANOVA. And what you do is you essentially put these devices into a big pot of water. And this controls the temperature of the water down to like half a degree or something. So it allows you to cook your food to the absolute perfect temperature, no matter what you're cooking, without ever overcooking it. Because the water bath that the food is being cooked in never goes above that temperature. So if you're cooking meat, for example, and I should say you do need to cook when you're using sous vide, you do need to cook it in something. So usually um, a Ziploc bag or a vacuum packed bag or even a mason jar in some cases. You put your food in there, put that in the water bath, and then you dial in the appropriate temperature. And both of these devices come with companion apps that will help you determine what that temperature is and exactly how it should be cooked. So just for the listeners who haven't tried this before, it really is amazing how perfectly it will cook. Uh, I mean, you know, we're talking meat right now, but you can cook vegetables and all kinds of things as well. But some of the best, uh, you know, chicken I've ever had has been cooked sous vide. Like it just cooks it thoroughly, like 100% perfectly. Uh, And after you finish cooking it, you then sear it. Uh, like either on you know in a pan or or barbecue for example. I have the Anova, and yeah. my favorite thing to do is asparagus because I have a vacuum sealer, and you of course you do. Well, you put all the stuff in there, yeah. so you put you know your seasoning, your you know pepper, salt, butter, whatever you're gonna would normally put on it after the fact. Yeah, you put it all in there, you seal it up, you throw a couple in your fridge, and then they're just ready to drop in the in the water whenever you're ready, and it's perfect every single time. You can't screw it up. My wife hates them because she just thinks technology is ruining our lives. And she sees the sous vide as technology. <laughs> has, she, has she been to the office? <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. Uh, but it, it does take longer, though, doesn't it, Aaron? It can for a lot of things, yes. Um, but the good thing is with something like Christmas dinner, if you're cooking the holidays and you want to just get your vegetables done, your carrots, your root vegetables, your parsnips, whatever, put them in that water bath you know, in the morning or in the afternoon, get them most of the way there. And then you can finish them off, like you said, give them a nice sear in the pan or just give them a little bit of browning in the oven. And then you don't have to worry about it. It's not as though you've got to try to precisely time out that dinner. If you can use the sous vide, you you can hold it at that perfect temperature. So you've tried a couple different models. Did you notice a difference between the two? Or are they all kind of basically the same? They are basically the same. I mean, some of them will have differences in their display or what their app interface looks like. Uh, I think there's a slight difference in price among the two of them, probably 30 or 40 bucks or so. Um, but they both do a pretty good job. The Jewel tends to be a little smaller and more compact than the Anova machine, if space is a consideration for you. Um, but the other thing I will add, things that you can sous vide that you probably never thought of, Uh, sous vide egg bites the starbucks sous vide egg bites if you like those you can make those at home and they are delicious you can also do things like custards and puddings and 
you can infuse vodka. <laughs> For our alcoholic listeners out there. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> thanks, Aaron. <laughs> what have you infused vodka into? Well, you infuse flavor into the vodka. So okay, if you wanted okay. like a strawberry essence in the vodka without adding oh, sorry. strawberries Like actually flavor. making flavored vodka. Exactly. Oh, wow. Infused flavored vodka. And it uh, it does a really good job. You know I've I only s- tried it once or twice. I'll have to look at that. Uh, you know what I sous vide one time? That was amazing. Uh, prawns. Hmm. I had some uh, oh, raw yeah. prawns and it they, they cook in no time. Uh, but it was awesome because I, I cooked them, uh, but then I chilled them in ice and you know served them as a, a prawn cocktail they were the most perfectly cooked prawns i've ever eaten in my life and i just amazing it. for fish yeah. it's so easy to overcook fish that yeah. doing it sous vide you just can't go wrong yeah so you, you can go nuts with this right you get the stick uh and some people buy special tubs uh to to cook this yeah yeah john i'm looking at you john you probably <laughs> do you have a special tub i, I, bet you do. I do have a special yeah. tub i i just have a big pot yeah. That and it has a clip on it, right? So it'll clip onto anything. It will, it, but the thing is, it depends on the the material that the pot's made out of. Yeah, because that's why I have the special thing. It's the giant Pyrex ones that typically is used for food prep in restaurants. Yeah, and then they have a lid, and I just literally cut a hole in the lid so it actually fits in there perfectly, and it seals the top, so you don't lose any my, the air my, temperature. My wife would love to have that crap sitting on the, on the <laughs> kitchen counter. But well, I also three D printed a stand for mine too. Of course you did, <laughs> you nerd! Oh my god! Way to go! Uh, but again, the pricing on the Marin. Uh, the Jewel's about just under $300 Canadian, and the Innova is about 270 right now. It's Although, of course, these things go on sale around this time of year, so you might be able to get a really good deal. Let's talk about some other uh, cooking tech. What else have uh, you tried out? Well, I've tried a wireless meat thermometer, a wireless digital thermometer, and it's called Meter, M-E-A-T-E-R, oh, I, not I, M-E-T-R-E. I get it. Um, and what you do with this one is... You tuck it into, let's say you're roasting a chicken. You tuck it into the raw chicken before it goes in the oven, connect it to the companion app, and then it will notify you when the chicken reaches the perfect temperature, for example. So you leave the thermometer in while it's cooking, but there's no wires, so you can move around your house and just get alerts on how your cook is going. You can see it'll estimate for you how much longer it's going to be. So this is great for your Christmas turkey because a lot of us get mystified when we only cook a giant bird once a year. And it's like, well, when's it going to be done? I'm not quite sure. This device, the meter thermometer, will tell you. Okay, so I have a question here because I kind of like the idea of this. But like, how sturdy is this thing? Like if I use this on my barbecue, for example, like I can get my barbecue pretty freaking hot. Like, am I going to burn this thing? These are actually also made for the barbecue. I tried this out uh, in the summer while grilling and you can leave them in the barbecue. If you're doing a long, like a low and slow cook, that's great. If you need to sear some steaks, you can do that too and it's not going to harm them. And so you didn't burn these out in like a week? I did not burn them out in a week, no. What, still still using it. What kind of price point are on those uh, there's a meter version that's sort of the basic version, which is about 120 bucks, and the meter plus, which gives you a little more range that you can travel from the oven and still get those alerts, is about 170. Does it call you with its voice? I'm done. Get me out of the oven. <laughs> that's Let's what I. Now. That's what I would do if I had to make the plus plus version. Um, <laughs> you and your sound effects. I know. I know. Uh, any other uh, fun? Uh, cooking tech items? 
Yes, I think for your holiday dinner, you definitely need fresh herbs for the stuffing. But they are so expensive in the grocery store. Why not grow your own? If you're living in Alberta like I am, you realize that's all but impossible in the winter. So (laughs) try out something called the Click and Grow Smart Garden. And what this is, is a indoor garden essentially, but it comes with all the light, a reservoir for water, and you basically put in these seed pods that you can get for it. You can choose from any number of herbs, small plants, mini tomatoes, lettuces, parsley, sage, rosemary, and thyme for your stuffing. Drop these pods into this garden, uh, plug it in, and the light cycle on it will mimic a cycle of daylight. So it's getting all the light it needs. You fill the reservoir with water, and basically once you're done that, these herbs will grow on their own and keep growing for months. You know what we call that in BC? We call that a grow up. (laughs) How big is this thing? (laughs) You can get different sizes. There's a three pod version that's probably probably about 12 inches in length or so. Uh, You can get a nine pod version, which is obviously much larger. And then I think there's also a 27 pod version if you're really taking this seriously. If I remember correctly, the three pod version, kind of about the size of a toaster. Would that be right? That's about right. Yeah. And then depending on how tall your plants are growing, you can add little uh, extensions, I guess, to the lighting grid that hovers above it so that your plants can keep growing and keep drawing those plants up towards the sky. Perfect for the prairies in the wintertime. I love it. (laughs) That's right. We're talking with Aaron Lawrence from techgadgets.com. I uh, encourage you to check out her website. She's got a lot of great articles and reviews up there. Again, tech gadgetscanada.com. Thanks for joining us, Aaron. Thanks for having me. When we come back from the break, more tech to talk here on Get Connected. Stay tuned. You're back with Get Connected. Mike Agarbo here with John Beeler. Let's uh, chat about energy monitoring. We uh, obviously use uh, tons of energy in our homes for literally everything from the lights to the heaters to the TVs and uh, all our connected uh, devices. Well, how much money is going out. We don't really have a, a big sense other than our monthly uh, uh, bill, uh, but wouldn't it be great if you could get uh, more micro and actually see what is drawing the most power? Well, there's actually a solution for that. On the line, we've got uh, our good friend, Adrian Thomas from Schneider Electric. Thanks for joining us today. Yeah, it's great. Good to be here, Mike. Adrian, I wanted to get you on the line uh, because uh, we had a, a chance to have a look at uh, one of your devices. I actually uh, featured it on one of my uh, global uh, news segments uh, as well. It's uh, the Wiser uh, Energy uh, Home Monitoring uh, Unit. Uh, this is a device that uh, you or uh, probably an electrician would install uh, on your breaker box uh, and then would uh, essentially give you uh, data through uh, the Sense app uh, on your smartphone, basically breaking down all the different things in your home that uh, are taking up energy and how much. Did I get that right in a nutshell? I, I think uh, you got it very well, Mike. And I would say, you know, I think it does more than just give you your energy. I think it gives, uh, we like to say, it gives your home a voice uh, in two ways because it is showing you what you're consuming and, and what is consuming that energy. But you can also have smart notifications. So it, it can trigger... Uh, you know, personal example from, from us at our, our house, we have uh, teenagers using the laundry machine and things like that. And it'll know when the when the electricity of the washing machine goes on, goes off, and it can trigger and send me a, a push notification. Some people use it to look at, hey, did, did my garage door go up when I wasn't 
So you can send notifications as well. So it's great for, ener- for energy monitoring. And it also uh, gives your home a voice. How does it know what all the different things are in the house? Yeah, this is, uh, this is I think, the, the innovative part of this device. Um, it actually uses uh, signal analysis. And, uh, you know, one of the IoT trends of the, of, uh, that we hear a lot about is big data. And so it actually analyzes the electrical signals to identify which appliance is turning on and off. Now, it does take um, up to a, a couple weeks for it to identify and learn what you have in your home. Um, but then it can tell um, what is happening and, and what is using the energy and, and give you that real-time feedback. That's kind of cool. I, I, I could see how it would probably figure out what the washing machine is, what your stove and your fridge is, but can it get uh, a little more micro, like the coffee maker or your TV, that type of thing? So um, it can, and uh, it, it really relies a lot on, on learning. So, you know, the first few times you will, you will turn things on and off, uh, it may not recognize it, um, but it will. I can tell you from personal experience, you know, it even knows some of the, the lights uh, which, which go on and off. Now, um, it may not be perfect, um, but it does learn over time, and it gets more and more accurate. Um, but it, it can identify things, uh, laser printers, uh, pumps, uh, fridges, freezers, um, all the, the general things that you would have in your home. It's, it's getting winter. It'll, it'll identify space heaters, and that, that can be a good thing if you're traveling and um, you, you may be wondering, hey, did I forget to turn off my, my space here? Did I leave a, a curling iron or uh, um, some appliance on in the home? We should clarify that this won't give you the ability to turn that off that device. It's just to monitor and be aware of its uh, being turned on. That, that's, that's correct, yeah. yes. Um, it, it's only a monitoring device. So if you do want control, you would have to uh, look at uh, installing some other uh, uh, either outlet that has control or some other way to control the appliance. No, you're, you're correct. It only it only gives you the information about what's going on. Uh, so just a quick question. Uh, it learns all the different devices. Are you able to help that by telling it what it is? Um, no. It, it does have some smarts in terms of you can connect it to if you have a certain internet-enabled uh, item so it can actually look at things like your Wi-Fi signals and is there a certain trigger being turning uh, a device on or off, but it it learns over time. So uh, there's no way to kind of force uh, a learning mode. Um, but uh, you, you do notice the majority of your devices will be picked up in a, in a period of about two weeks. So this is all, all this information is going to an app. It's called the uh, Sense uh, app. Uh, you can download it for your smartphone or your uh, tablet. You're getting this information. Uh, it's telling you how much energy it's consuming, but it's also giving you the cost of that energy as well, correct? Yeah, you program in, uh, when you do the setup, you program in what your local rates are, and then it'll track that, and it'll tell you exactly how much you're consuming. Um, it, another nice feature is it, it kind of gives you a comparison with other similar homes, so you can tell it where you live. So, for example, I live in Quebec, and then how big your house is, and then it'll give you a comparison in terms of are you using less or more than average. So it, it does give you kind of a consumption of how you're doing versus you know people in your region. So the idea here is obviously to make you aware of, uh, you know, all the devices in your home, how much energy they're using, but uh, to help you save money as well. Because if you're finding that uh, the washing machine is sucking up so much juice because the kids are washing a pair of pants every <laughs> every few hours, uh, th- that's, uh, you know, a behavior that uh, you could talk to the family about. Certainly. Um, and another one is, uh, you know, if you have a heat pump or air conditioning unit or heaters, 
that, that's another thing you can see uh, yourself. Hey, if, if we're going to try and set the thermostat one degree lower in the in, in the winter or a degree or two higher in the summer, you can actually compare it to uh, previous previous months or the previous year if you've had it for that long and see if you're um, saving any any energy. What kind of costs are involved uh, with this, uh, Adrian? So the, the device itself is less than $500. Um, as you mentioned, it, it, it is something you install in your breaker box. So we would recommend you use an electrician to install this, but it is only two CTs that, that clamp in, so it's a relatively uh, straightforward installation. Fantastic. Adrian, where can people find out more information about this? Certainly. You can go to our website, schneiderelectric.com, uh, slash CA for our Canadian website. Um, it is available online through Home Depot, and then uh, in person or electricians can get it at any one of our authorized uh, distributors. Thanks for joining us today, Adrian. Thank you very much. Uh, hope you uh, learned something, and thanks for having me. That was Adrian Thomas from Schneider Electric talking about the Wiser Home Energy Monitoring uh, Unit. When we come back from the break, more tech to talk. Stay tuned. You're back with Get Connected. Uh, I've got a very uh, interesting uh, interview for you right now. We're actually joined by Vashik Pospisil. He's a um, professional Canadian Canadian uh, tennis player. And uh, he's going to talk to us a little bit today about how he uses technology uh, to be one of the sort of top Canadian um, athletes uh that we have. Welcome to the show. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. Yeah. So this is uh, this is exciting because um, obviously we're a technology show, mm-hmm. not a sports show, but um, but nevertheless, uh, it's we start to see how technology really does cross into all areas of life, but mm-hmm. with sports specifically, technology is used um, significantly to to help give um, athletes. Uh, an additional edge. Can you talk to that at all? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, there's actually quite a bit of uh, of this, you know, technology movement in in sports. I guess. Well, I mean, I can speak for tennis specifically. Um, um, you know, me currently. I mean, I have I have a, a, a smartwatch that I use, which which is maybe not not as much as the of the advanced you know technology that that's out there. I can we can get into that in a second. But I do but I do have a smartwatch, which you know, it's more for myself just to kind of monitor my heart rate when I'm. Playing. I do play with it, practice with it, I don't play matches with it, but, um, and you kind of get, you know, can get pretty good data. I'm using the Huawei, the G2, um, sorry, the GT2 series, and uh, so I just kind of gives me a ton of features to kind of, uh, you know, see how, how my body is is uh, feeling at the, at the time with based on my heart rate and resting heart rate, and, um, but then there's actually a ton of other stuff that, uh, that, you know, I've, I've been doing as well that we can get into. You know, when I think about, um, um, again, you know, your profession is your is your body, your mind, your your um, health. Um, do, do you, um, you must record everything. Like you must track like what you eat and mm-hmm. sort of how much sleep you get and, and all these sorts of things. Yeah, definitely. Well, well, yeah, the, the sleep pattern, for example. I mean, that's that's actually one of the things that I use with, with the, 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 wa- the watch, you know, that kind of tracks uh, my sleep patterns and... Um, you know, not so much with the nutrition, which is actually funny because uh, that's that's one of the things I obviously there are options out there, but I haven't really, um, you know, been tracking necessarily my calorie intake or not because I just feel like it's so much about, you know, how you feel, yeah. like what your body, like yeah. you know, tells you. It's like okay, like you know, I, I feel like I'm quite in tune with with my uh, with my body over the years, especially as you get older. You know, you kind of get more experienced with with how your body's feeling and what the signs are. Of, you know. So it's tough to put everything, you know, there's still a human aspect to it, but, sure, yeah. but, uh, there's, yeah. uh, yeah, there, there's a lot of, um, just in general, like technology right now is, is going into tennis. You know, there's, uh, 
match analytics and mm-hmm. statistics, which I use, which I actually, um, you know, if I'm playing an opponent, there's tons of information, um, you know, these days it's not, it's not cheap. You know, you still have to, you actually have to pay somebody to, uh, to kind of dive deep and analyze patterns or, or what your opponent might, might like to do. So he'll go and he'll look at the last three, four matches that they played mm. and, and, um, you know, and then in the training, uh, that's in competition and the yeah. training, there's, there are obviously, um, a ton of different different uh, things that my fitness trainer will use when when we're training. And do you find that that the data or those on those technologies actually change? Like you actually like you do you listen to that and you actually see the difference in in the the match per se? I do, I do actually. Well, well, in the match, it's it's funny because there's it's a balance, right? It's a balance between because um, obviously you know. Uh, people are smarter than technology. Well, you know, yeah. <laughs> that's a bold statement, but, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but sure, you know, but when you're, but when you're yeah. on the court, when you're on yeah. the court, for example, and you're, you know, things are changing, right? So it's like, you can go in with an idea, you can go in with, with a general tactic and you might know, let's say if I'm playing tennis, I'll say, okay, my opponent, he, his favorite serve under pressure is, is, uh, you know, let's say serve out wide to the backhand or whatever it might be. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, there's, there'll be statistics and analytics on those, that, those kind of, that kind of information. But then once you're on the court and let's say you, you cover that serve a little bit, you know, suddenly he'll, he'll adapt. He'll recognize that, you know, what his favorite serve is and he'll recognize that he's lost, you know, maybe a lot of the big points Mm -hmm. in the first set because you're covering that serve. So then suddenly that'll change. So there's always, there's always, so it's good to have, you're always adapting. So it's good to have this in the back of your mind, but it's never, you can't really you need to know that, you know, that necessarily won't be the reality once you're on the court. So it's just the more information you have, the better, yeah. you know, information overload also isn't very good because yeah. you can kind of get into, I mean, right now you can have statistics on, it's crazy yeah. what you can do, yeah. but you know, you still need to have just a couple, couple pieces that you, uh, that you think are kind of vital. You ever played a robot yet? I have not, but I'm sure it's coming soon. <laughs> I'm sure there'll be a robot in like 10 years or no, like 20, 30 years who's like kick, kicking our asses. <laughs> right on. Well, let's, let's, let's talk a little bit about watches because yeah. obviously I was excited uh, to sit down and chat with you today yeah. because we both wear uh, the same watch from yeah. Huawei, the, yeah. uh, the GT, you have the GT2, you're one up on me here. We got <laughs> to talk to someone about that. But uh, anyway, uh, no, it's cool. And uh, it's interesting because a lot of people that I meet say, well, AJ, why, why the Huawei? Like, yeah. Everyone else has the app, Apple watch, yeah. right? I mean, it's very—it's the most common one. And um, they're like, "Is it better?" You know, because everyone wants the edge, right? And I'm like, "It's not better. It's different." You know. Yeah. Um, and for me, looks better. I think. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know what? It's funny. We're <laughs> on the same side of yeah, that. No. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I yeah. would agree. It yeah. looks like a real better. watch. Yeah. yeah. It yeah. looks like a real watch. Yeah. But, but you yeah. also have a ridiculous amount of battery life too. Uh, yeah. Also, oh, no, there's yeah, there are ton ton of great features. I mean, I never had the I actually never had the Apple Watch, but. Um, I don't really see why I would after using the, the Huawei. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. it's pretty pretty amazing. Well, and and uh, I think um, and John, you could probably talk to this a little bit, but when uh, Huawei came into the market, they really did sort of um, um, focus. Uh, well, first, I mean, around the design, it is beautiful. Actually, mm-hmm. if you see that um, mine is on right now, yeah. um, it, it so that's actually my rest screen. So that's actually, oh, so yeah, it yeah, never yeah. goes off. I always oh, have nice. the time. Okay, yeah, so and I, they can do that digitally. Off. It'll still, I don't have to charge it for a couple of weeks and I get that screen. It's and incredible. then it's not until I wake it up that it changes yeah, to my yeah, digital yeah. one. Yeah. Um, but but sorry, I was going to say, you know, besides the design aspect, and I agree, I'm I'm with you. I think it's a beautiful watch. I mean, they've 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 put together a beautiful watch. Uh, there's a, the, They focused on health. Yeah. And they really sort of um, took that aspect uh, as something that they wanted to sort of focus around. And mm-hmm. so it's obviously got the built-in uh, heart rate monitor. Yeah. Uh, and you were saying that you, you like to check your heart rate often. <laughs> I, I do. I do. I mean, I, 
I uh, well even on court because I, I I wear it right. So I, I wear it on the course when I'm playing. I I it's it's almost like I just I just like to know. I mean, I, you know, I like I like to know what, what my heart rate is. I can just kind of see and I can kind of gauge whether I'm in, getting better or improving. You know, I might just based on you know if I'm training and if we do a really long rally and I'm like, oh, well, like you know, I'm getting fitter or whatever. I can and it also can see my average heart rate of the day. And then I think especially like one of the big things that I that I use with it, which is you know. I'm also kind of peculiar that way. Like I, yeah, I, yeah. I, I like to know. I like to know like my steps, and I like to know like yeah. how much did I really do today. Like so, yeah. I, I can gauge. You know, okay, I felt like I worked hard. Did I really work hard? It's like okay, I did. And then yeah. some days it's like oh, I didn't really do enough today, or or didn't move enough. You know, so it's <laughs> it's uh, it's it's funny. I, I like I like to look that look at that. Like I'm always like how many? You know, what did I do today? What yeah. are my steps? So so it's great that it tracks all that and. And um, yeah, I found so. it funny last night, just as an example, I, I, uh, I have a five-year-old daughter and I, I brought her uh, upstairs to her room and sort of, as I was halfway up the stairs, my watch buzzed me and said, hey, you hit your thousand steps today. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> Isn't that the best yeah, feeling? It's like, it's yeah, like the best I feel some feeling. gratification to yeah. that. Yeah, it's like 10,000 <laughs> steps today. I was like, and yes. I, I, like, I play um, uh, sort of old-timers pickup hockey. Uh, love the game of hockey. Do you play hockey at all? I know. No, I, no. Nev- no, I never, never got the chance. No. I mean, I was so tennis focused. Yeah, and I played course. a bit of soccer and then a bit of road hockey, but never got into yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, well, I, uh, so I got my thousand steps before I even played hockey. But, oh. you know, like yourself, um, uh, when I, I've wear, I wear it, you know, you don't yeah. usually need to wear a watch when you play hockey, but I like to sort of sit on the bench after a shift and just see how high I got the heart rate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I do, yeah, yeah, I do the same thing all the time. <laughs> I'm always like, I need to get higher. I need to get higher. Like, how high? Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, it's funny. <laughs> Very good. Yeah. Well, uh, we look forward to uh, following you in yeah. your career and keeping an eye on yeah, uh, the technology you. that you're engaging yeah, yeah. and maybe uh, as you start to embrace more technologies come back and chat with us absolutely would love to yeah would love to very good uh, we were talking to Vishak Popsale the Canadian tennis player professional tennis player on Get Connected we'll be back after this welcome back to Get Connected stick around uh, I want you after the show to visit uh our YouTube page. You can actually get to it from uh, getconnectedmedia.com. We all know that we have to have our wills done to let people know what to do with our our worldly possessions uh, when we pass. But what about your digital legacy? We've got the authors of a uh, a great book called the Digital Legacy Planning Book. We've got a watch party. We've done some great segments with them uh, in our studio. Angela... Crocker and Vicki McLeod, the authors, uh, will be on those videos. I'll be uh, interviewing them. Plus, you'll be able to chat with us and ask them questions uh, as well. That's it's right. Pretty cool. It's we're all going to be there live, so you can ask questions about the topic. And I hear that Angela and Vicky might be giving away copies of their book, and we uh, will be giving away a, a prize as well. Yeah. So you'll have to check that out again. Uh, getconnectedmedia.com. Go to our page, and you can get more information on how to check that all out. Uh, if you're concerned about your legacy, and you would be surprised at how much of our life is digital now, our photos, our uh, aeroplan points. All kinds of stuff like that. What happens to my iTunes library? It's gone unless you plan properly, John. Yes. So uh, we'll uh, teach you how to do that in this YouTube uh, watch party. It's only half an hour. Yep. And the authors are right there uh, on the chat side to answer your questions as well. And us too. That's all the time we have left. Visit getconnectedmedia.com for the contests. Uh, we're giving away the Epson EcoTank printer and uh, an Alcatel smartphone. We'll see you again next time. You've been listening to a 980 CKNW podcast. Listen live at cknw.com, the Radio Player Canada app, 
TuneIn, Amazon Alexa, HD Radio at 101.1 FM HD2, and on the AM dial, 980 CKNW.